All right, thank you for joining the Will Walker Show podcast, November the 7th. I am the host, Will Walker. And going to be talking as far as just my thoughts, what I can give you. It's going to be raw, it's going to be unapologetic. You might not even like it, but keep tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to download the podcast and listening to my show. I want to get right into this. It's not going to be nothing earth-shattering. Some of this is news that's already been played, but one of the things I really want to do right out the gate is say congratulations to the Chicago Cubs. That's right, the Chicago Cubs have ended a 108-year drought. They are the World Series champions. I got to say this was one amazing series between the Cubs and Cleveland. Um, Game seven, epic, ten innings. It it was like watching a movie, the way that game was being played. Cubs jumped out on top. Cleveland made a strong rally. Um, to come back into that ball game, it was unbelievable. It, it really was. But before I can get into all that, I got to say something about something that went on. And right now, let me get my hater alert going because. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. All right, this is my hater alert because I got to say something to Fox. Um, Fox, let me tell you something. A Fox is on regular Fox. Um, all that shirt, all them shots of James celebrating and you know Cleveland made their comeback and whatever. James is a front runner. He, he's an Indian. He's a Yankees fan. You know what I'm saying? That's what he was at one time. Maybe he switched allegiance or whatever to his hometown team since he's been back in Northeast Ohio. But you know, all the shots of him just really just got aggravating and got on my nerve, and I, I just didn't want to see it no more. But anyway, I digress. In the tenth, in the building, Zobris hit that double down left field line and put the Cubs in the uh, put the Cubs up in the tenth, and they clinched Game Seven. And the wait to next year chant always for the Cubs is over. The long suffering fans of the Chicago Cubs are long suffering no more. They can celebrate, and what a parade they had! That was an awesome parade that they had um, in Chicago. Happy for the Cubs. Um, I had no dog in the fight, but I did want the Cubs to win. So, there you go. Chicago Cubs, World Series champions. All right, let me switch over to football. My beloved Miami Hurricanes did pull off uh, finally a win at home. They were able to beat the Pitt Panthers 51-28. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing that to happen. That just – that got the start of my weekend going. And I tell you, it, it couldn't have went any better for me. But, you know, I had some things I said about Brad Kaya. Um, I wanted to see them, you know, switch him out. But, you know, they stuck with him. Um, Kaya had, a, you know, a five-touchdown day. He did he did produce well in this ball game. So I, I got to take back some of the things I said about old Brad and what the way I felt about it. So I guess Brad just basically told me. Say 
right, Brad, I got it. You played your, you played your tail off. I give, I give you that. You know, that's one game. Well, let me say something about this. Numbers and films do not lie. Many women do. Um, Miami has struggled this entire season with teams that run the ball outside. Miami has struggled all season. Uh, we're getting a consistent push from the offense line for their running game. And, and again, it was true um, in this game versus Pitt, although Matt Mark Walton did break off with a late run hitting that ball game and get the chance to 51 points. But it, it still is the same thing. They changed the protection up. They actually did a little bit more mass, max protection. That's basically um, keeping the tight end in the backs end to help out with the offensive line. So that is what it is. But, again, Miami's offensive line did struggle. So numbers and film don't lie. But I'm going to stop complaining. Start complaining. Like I said, my Canes did end that four-game losing streak, and I'm really excited about that. Um, the play calling was a little bit better. Um, Mark Rick was able to notice on some uh, some things on film that the Canes were able to take advantage of some matchups against Pitt. Um, they threw the ball downfield, which I wish they would have done in some of those games in those four in that four-game losing streak. But I understand offensive line was just uh, pissed off, and they just couldn't do it. So this was that game that the Hurricanes actually did. The defense again. Did what they needed to do. They gave up three scores. One of the scores that in Pitt's 28 points came off a kickoff return. Um, that's a, that's a lack of depth issue. When you when when you, when you're a good football team, you have enough depth to where good players are on your special teams also, especially on your kick coverage. And Miami just doesn't have the depth because of the um, probation that they had to go through. But that is what it is. Still, I'm gonna stop complaining. Miami did get the win, uh, 51-28. And not only did my beloved Hurricanes win. But my Miami offense took care of business. So this was the first weekend in the new stadium um, since it's been renovated and given the new name of Hard Rock or whatever. It's going to always be Joe Robbie Stadium to yours truly. But anyway, this is the first weekend in 2016 that the Miami Hurricanes and the Miami Dolphins won on the same weekend. So, hey, I am so happy about it. But, you know, with the Dolphins on this three-game winning streak, every time the Dolphins have won in this winning streak, I have played the Miami Dolphins fight song. So, last night. Hey! We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air. We're in the air. We're on the ground. We're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking to football together. So, I was happy about that. I was I, super excited. In regards to my Miami Dolphins winning and completing the weekend at home, so that did nothing for me, but... Had to be gone great to give me this awesome weekend in sports. Um, I love every second of this. I let this play. All weekend. It was a great weekend in sports for me. All right, Miami. That's right. All right, Miami. All right, so my Miami Dolphins did get the win over the hated Jets. I do not like the New York Jets whatsoever. The Jets are just... See, I was coming up. The Jets were a hated robbery, and with so many New Yorkers being in Miami... And when you would go to Dolphin games or Miami Heat games or even the Marlins games, they would just the New Yorkers would just take over the stadium. I mean, they was it was like half and half, and the Dolphins or the Heat or the Marlins were the home team. So it just kind of made me have this uh, just total dislike for um, those New York teams and 
and the Jets are just one of those teams that just don't do it for me. I do not like the Jets at all. Um, so this win meant so much to me um, that the Dolphins were able to do it. I'm so happy about it. Um, Jay Ajayi, he did not get 200 yards in this ball game. Um, he wasn't able to do that to um, become the first back in NFL history to get um, three 200-yard um, ball games in a row. But, hey, he did rush pretty well against a very stout Jets rushing defense. He was able to run the ball pretty well. Jets are still good with Muhammad Wilkerson and that crew up front. But my Dolphins did win yesterday, so I'm I'm very excited about that. Um, I did have a clip for all that, but I can't find it, so I'm just going to move on from that. All right. Also, going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville lost yesterday um, at Kansas City. Um, again, I'm trying to figure out how in the world Gus Bradley still has a job. This man is now 14-42 and 42 as a Jaguars coach. I mean, that is one piss-poor record. How does this guy keep a job? I don't understand it, you know, but – He's able to still have a job, and ownership is still um, backing him. Also, in the state of Florida, the Florida Gators um, offense did absolutely nothing against Arkansas. Uh, Del Rio, the quarterback, actually did nothing, but what was even worse was the 12 yards rushing that the Gators um, got in this ball game against the Arkansas team that was really piss poor. They gave up almost they gave up over 500 yards the previous week before that. So. The Gators just really just offense just did absolutely nothing in this game in Fayetteville. Um, Arkansas is not a bad team. I actually mentioned to a Gators fan um, on Saturday that um, the Gators better be ready. This is going to be a, a very tough contest for them. You know, it's a road game. And Arkansas is not a bad team. I mean, Arkansas's losses are um, at Texas A&M. They lost at home to Bama, and then they lost at Auburn. So Arkansas is not a bad team. So really for me, this game was no surprise that the Razorbacks were able to, you know, basically – uh, get a raise, get a Gators fits, you know. Um, but here's the thing, and I, I, I saw this on um, social media, also on uh, Facebook, that some Gators fans were calling uh, Del Rio to be placed by their freshman quarterbacks. And actually Jim McElwain did make that mention um, later um, that uh, in the press conference that um, he did consider in Del Rio, which did no good if you're doing it in the press conference, because that means the game's over, uh, Jim McElwain. I'm just saying. I think he knows that. But anyway, he did say that the, the position will be <laughs> is up for evaluation. You think? You think? I'm just saying. Anyway, in regards to the Hated Jets, I found a clip I wanted to play, and I wanted to say this in regards to the Hated Jets. So, again, if he is offensive, I suggest you take off now. You are puked. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. That is how I feel about the New York Jets. That is my total dislike and hate for the New York Jets. So I'm so happy that the Miami Dolphins won. Thank you very much. Okay, again. All right, now we're going to see this rolling in the state of Florida. Going to move up here to the Tallahassee area where I'm at. Florida State did go and win in Raleigh. But it is something about Florida State going to Raleigh, North Carolina. That I don't care what North Carolina State's record is, they give the Florida State Seminoles fits. It has just been that way for a while. It just seems to be just this common thing. Whenever Florida State goes to Raleigh and play NC State, it's a tough contest. But I got to say, it's North Carolina State is a bad team, and I'm really leery about this game for my Canes. I'm going to be traveling there in a couple of, couple of Saturdays to play against North Carolina State. North Carolina State has definitely a ton of speed on defense. 
And they really contained Dalvin Cook that entire ball game until he scored the winning TV, so the winning touchdown. So uh, NC State did come up on the short end of that 24-20 loss, but they got a good football team. And I am the Hurricanes ain't no juggernaut. You know, they're not a juggernaut. So, and, you know, on any given Saturday, the way we play, my Hurricanes play, anything can happen. I mean, it's been proven. So um, I'm a little concerned about that game. But I got to say this about the DeAndre Francois quarterback for the Florida State Seminoles. That's just one doggone tough kid. That kid is tough as all outdoors. This kid has been has been getting crushed in this entire season. Um, Florida State's offensive line, as bad as Miami's offensive line, Florida State's offensive line may be just as horrible, just as bad. I mean, that this kid is taking an absolute beating this season. Also, let's go ahead and move around to the rest of college football. Again, Bama is still Bama. They handled their business in Baton Rouge with a 10-0 shutout. Um, Fournette, I'm pretty sure he's ready to go to the pros and not see any defense with uh, Crimson Red. Because Bama has absolutely just been his, the worst thing that could happen to him. They have absolutely shut this cat down for all three contests that he has played against this team. So I'm pretty sure he is so ready to head to the NFL and not see any team that has Crimson Red. But anyway, uh, let's go on to the other teams in college football that are at the top. Um, Texas A&M. Um, mysteriously, the committee thought the college football committee thought they was the fourth best team in the country. They were proven wrong that Texas A&M lost to Mississippi State. Bye bye. See you later. You're gone. Um, don't need you anymore because you guys were fraud. And well, actually, it's not on them. It really isn't. It's on the college football committee for making that pick, and they were wrong. They're wrong. Sorry. So. How can we have any confidence in them picking four best teams in the country unless it's made easy for them? But I'm going to say this. There are teams that besides Alabama, there's Michigan, Clemson, Ohio State, and Louisville, and Washington. They all dominated their matchups from this previous weekend. Now, I got to say this. If you're listening out there, go to my Facebook page of the Will Walker Show and let me know which of these teams will be the other three teams in the playoff spot. Let's just go ahead and just put Alabama in there and just say Alabama will be – the top dog, they will be in the playoffs. But tell me which of these teams will get the other three spots, Michigan, Clemson, Ohio State, Louisville, or Washington. Which one? Let me give you my case for each team and tell you, give you just a simple breakdown for each team. All right, Michigan. Basically, Harbaugh has done an excellent job uh, as the Michigan head coach. Um, he's made an you know, outstanding turnaround with their team since um, taking over for Brady Holt. It, it's unbelievable. I think that's why a lot of other teams – I think that's why, you know, me as a Miami fan, like, yo, Mark Rick, you know, Jim Harbaugh was able to do that with less talent. Why can't you do the same thing? But, you know, lightning doesn't strike in the same place all the time. Doesn't strike in the same place. So, I don't know. I mean, just, anyway, I digress. Always bring everything back to Miami. Miami guy. But anyway, um, Michigan really is not the team that can beat Bama, although this is all about, which team is deserving to have one of those other three playoff spots? Because Michigan style of play is right in Bama's warehouse. They play a physical style, two-back offense. Bama's got the size to basically handle uh, Michigan's offensive line. Michigan just doesn't have the speed at wide receiver. They got decent speed at running back. But they ain't got, they, they, there's nobody back there that's special, in my opinion. Spade is a nice quarterback. Um, you're going to have to be special in some areas to beat this Bama team, or Bama's just going to beat them, or Bama has to beat themselves. So there has to be a combination of that thing before so if Bama's not going to win the 2016 um, College Football National Championship. So basically right now, 
if you ask me, does Michigan deserve a playoff spot based on their record? Is yes. But if they lose to Ohio State and don't win the Big Ten and, and then don't have opportunity to play for the Big Ten championship and everybody else wins their conference championships, Michigan will be on the outside looking in at the college playoff spot. Clemson Tigers. And you go ahead and hit the hate alert on this again because um, I have not been impressed with this team at all this season. They have really squeaked by in a lot of games, but they're undefeated. But then we're going to hit the hate alert because this is ridiculous. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. All right, basically, like I said, they're, they're the less, and less impressive of all the teams that's unbeaten. But the thing is, there's no marks in their right column. They're undefeated. Can't take that away from them. Um, their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, has not had a, had a Heisman Trophy year. Uh, I mean, he's been good, but he shouldn't be nowhere considered to be in the Heisman discussion. He may get invited to New York, but he should not win the Heisman Trophy. That's just this opinion of this humble cat here. Um, but, hey, only thing that matters is his team is unbeaten, and they are in – can't take nothing away from Clemson. And right now, Clemson has no obstacle in their way. I mean, the ACC, whoever comes in on from the whoever comes in on the coastal side to play in the in the championship game, I don't think is is going to be able to stop them. Whether it's a rematch with North Carolina or it's Virginia Tech, um, I just don't think they have enough to stop Clemson from going on to the college playoff. Uh, whether Clemson can be the national champion, maybe the revenge factor may factor in if they get a rematch with uh, Alabama. But who knows? Ohio State, the Buckeyes, I really don't about this team. Um, their loss to Penn State sure hurt them, but with Michigan left on the table, it may not because they will have a chance to beat the Wolverines up at their house at the Horseshoe. Um, so they basically play their way in. Um, again, not a fan of the Suckeyes. That's all I got. That really is. Feel mad about the 2002 National Championship game that Miami lost. Well, Miami got jobbed and robbed out of. Just saying. All right. On to the Louisville Cardinals. Now, this is a team that really, to me, is probably a team that deserves to be there, but they won't get there. And they won't get there because they won't play for their conference championship. Their loss came to the Clemson Tigers. Clemson is on their same side in the ACC Atlantic Division. So they may they won't have a chance unless Clemson just totally collapses at the end and nobody expects that to happen. So, basically, Louisville will be the team on the outside looking in. But Louisville, without a doubt, to me, is a top-four team in the country. But, unfortunately, Given the way the committee has done things in the past, they have awarded the conference championships the opportunity to play for to get one of those four spots to play for the college football national championship. And if past, um, if the past way, if, if they do things the way they have done it in the past, then um, Louisville will be on the outside looking in. Now on to the Washington Huskies. Washington Let me go on and say this right now: the Washington Huskies. Huskies are a team that Alabama should be very concerned with. This is a team that can really give Bama fits. I think this this will be the team that can beat Alabama. Um, I've watched this team play twice this season. I watched them play Stanford, and I watched them play Cal on Saturday. This is a damn good football team. They got Brown in their quarterback. They got a guy, um, Ross, number one, who's just un- unbelievable. He has unbelievable speed. He just ran by Cal a couple of times, and it's just ridiculous in that ball game. But this is the team. If they were to just go ahead and run the table and win the Pac-12 or Pac-16 or whatever they call that dumbass conference, um, they should easily, easily be one of the four teams. So that's my take on the, the, those teams that have the opportunity that should be in contention for the four spots for the college football playoff. Again, go to the Will Walker Show Facebook page and 
when I post up information in regards to show uh, to the podcast, let me know which four which four teams will be in the college football playoff. All right, on to the big league, to the shield. Okay, I'm just not going to do it. I, I want to play it, but I'm not going to do it. Listen, the Cowboys are what they are. They have the best record in the NFC. I got to give give my props to Dak Prescott. This cat has balled out. He has done real well. If I am the Dallas Cowboys organization, from their top owner to their GM to the coaches, I tell Tony Romo, I appreciate it. Stand on the sideline, hold the clipboard, and you got a chance to win a ring. Because right now, is Dak is Dak Prescott's team? That's what it is. And the Cowboys, as much as I dislike the cow pukes, they are the team right now to be in the NFC. But I've seen this movie before with the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys, I want the Dallas Cowboys do this. They get off to this great start, and then they tell off. So we kind of hold our little judgment to see whether or not the Dallas Cowboys will be able to complete the task this year, finish the job. We will find out. Um, later this year. I know a team right now that's fallen off a little bit a couple of weeks ago um, when I did have the guys and the lady on the on the um, show with me, they were mentioning about the the Minnesota Vikings. And I kept saying, Sam Bradford is the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, and I said, it's not going to last. doesn't mean anything. Just the first couple of games of the season. On the whole, proven right, Sam Bradford is the quarterback, and as long as Sam Bradford is the quarterback, this team – Sorry, they're just not they're not a contender for me, although they do play in the NFC North Green Bay. It's having a down year. The Detroit Lions are on top, but they're doing it by smoking mirrors. Um, they did come back in that game yesterday against Minnesota and won in overtime, but at the same time, the Detroit Lions are just not – they're not legit to me. They are a fraud. The Minnesota Vikings are a fraud. And Chicago Bears, Chicago and Georgia Chicago Cubs on World Series because the Bears just absolutely stink. They are a horrible football team. Um, also, last night, the late game last night was the Denver Broncos, the defending champions who are getting everybody's best shot, but that does not explain what the Oakland Raiders were able to do last night. Um, they were able to handle the Denver Broncos, and one of the things that surprised me more than anything else was the, was the way they were able to run the ball on the Broncos. The Raiders were able to run the ball on the Broncos, so that, that was amazing and surprising. But, again, if you ask me in regards to – which teams in the AFC are going to make it? I still say it's New England and Denver. I just don't think the Raiders um, could beat New England or Denver in the playoffs um, to make it to um, to Super Bowl 5-1. You know, that's just not something I see right now. Um, but right now, we're a long way from all that being, you know, being determined and being set. So we're just at the halfway point of this season. So we'll we'll find out. We will find out. Let it play out, folks. And, we shall see. Also, I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to do it this time because this is a truly – okay, well, you don't lost your mind waiting on the clip to play. This is I used to do this all the time, but this is truly one of those situations where Tommy Tuberville just absolutely just lost his doggone mind. I posted it up on the Will Walker Show Facebook page in regards – Tommy Tuberville yelling at the fan. The fan gave him a hard time, and Tommy Tuberville yelled at the fan, get a job. That's not the appropriate response, Mr. Tuberville. You are a head coach and a grown-ass man. You do not respond to fans like that. You just lost a tough game to BYU, and the fans were a little bit upset. I understand it. You know, you weren't very happy about them. Um, 
berating you as you were walking off the field, so he responded. But they know that it's not appropriate. Tommy Tuberville, you are a professional. So, Tommy Tuberville, you are the recipient of the Will Walker Show. You don't lost your damn mind moment for this week. Could have given you Travis Kelsey, too, for throwing that rag at the damn official. That's the official through the flag. That was pretty humorous, too. Alright, that's the Will Walker Show podcast, 30 minutes. That's all it is. Me by myself, this is what I do. And talk sports. I was able to do it. Thank you, everybody, for downloading. Go to the Will Walker Show Facebook page and like the page. Also, go to my Twitter account, WWS underscore sports show. Follow me on Twitter for the interesting things about the show and my thoughts on the world of sports. Also, go to Instagram, WWS underscore sports show. See, common theme there. Everything's very simple. Follow us on Instagram. Thank you again for those who are taking the patience and the time to download the show. Thank you. See you next Monday. Be easy.